This is Shuffle, your backstage pass to Northeast Ohio's independent music scene. I'm Brittany Nader. When Akron rock band Timecat broke up in early 2021, local music fans wondered what was next for frontwoman Jerry Sapronetti. The guitarist and vocalist is a fierce and captivating performer, even having had the opportunity to open for Akron legend Chrissy Hind and the Pretenders. In the middle of the pandemic, when the music scene went relatively quiet, Sapronetti was already working on something new. She reconnected with friend and fellow musician Corey Jenkins to collaborate on some new material. What began as a few Akron artists jamming together is now a fully formed five-piece band called Big Pop, with members Samantha Grace, Sean Berenger, and Mike Caro fleshing out the group. This year, Big Pop has released a handful of episodic music videos and are recording their debut full-length album. The band will perform at Cleveland's Bright Winter Music and Art Festival for the first time this Saturday, February 25th, on the west bank of the Flats. This week, we hear from Sapronetti and Jenkins, who talk about the organic evolution of Big Pop and their exciting year ahead. What made you decide to just rejoin forces and start a new project together? Obviously, the pandemic kind of just destroyed everything. And so obviously it's like neither of us are playing shows and Corey's writing a lot of material just with himself solo. So then as soon as Timecat broke up, literally the day, I picked up the phone. I was like, all right, Corey, let's do it. Because I already had a gig booked at Lock 3 for Timecat that oh. summer. I was like, we got like four months to like pull a whole set and a band together. So we just did it. I had a band before uh, the pandemic too called Fancy Legs and the pandemic claimed that. We just looked at each other. We both want the same things and we've both been chasing this our entire lives so it made sense for us to both just jump in with both feet a lot of people look at this band as like a super group of sorts so talk me through the process of like recruiting the other band members because each person kind of has their own like musical personality and style and flavor I guess. Basically it's like well who haven't I played with that I want to but I had my eyes on some particular people inc including um, uh, Robbie Keith from the Electric Company his music studio is right around the corner from my house so it's like walking my dog I'd see him so it's like naturally that happened and and then I've always wanted to play with Holbrook Riles, and he said yes, and I was like, yes, mm, he's so good. Mm -hmm. And then Samantha, I've played with her also on and off for years, so I was like, I want her because she's just a great vocalist, and she can play all the, all the synth parts, all the key parts, like, it's nothing. But we have had some lineup changes since then. When we got Sean, the current bass player, in, I'd played with him before, and yeah. uh, Mike, or drummer, is uh, my cousin. To me... I wouldn't even really call it a super group anymore because it's not like we're all from these like, you know, big Akron bands or whatever. It's like, and now it feels like big pop. It's not like we're just kind of playing these random shows as disjointed people from other bands. I'm needed, 
I want to make the best song possible, but what does that mean? It's like, I want to make something that I actually feel, something that is actually like happening in my life. I'm just trying to play shows and make uh, music videos and, you know, do all that kind of thing. It's like, whatever happens, happens, honestly. I'm glad you brought up the music videos because um, I... a purposeful segue. <laughs> what made you decide to come up with this concept for like the series where it's kind of like a, a story, it's not just like one-off videos? Well, I know we had a conversation somewhere in the beginning about them being episodic and it was in my, in my day job, I do a lot of marketing stuff and I thought, well, maybe if there's a story with a hook there, people will be inclined to want to see them all and to look forward to there being a new episode. Some of like what happened in this storyline was just because like, oh, well, Holbrook can't be at the shoot today. So basically we made up this entire character and this whole extraneous storyline and actually what the story actually is because he couldn't be there that day. So it all, all of it's just kind of happy accidents and like, it's not like this total planned out thing. <laughs> it just kind of comes as it comes. And it's like, I'll get an idea, me and, uh, our videographer, Dave, will just like be bouncing ideas off each other's heads. Yeah, it starts as really broad strokes. And like Jerry said, it's we have to be adaptable because, you know, we've had some people come and go. And then there's situations where it's like, well, we can't waste a day of filming. We're ready to go. So how many videos will there be in total? There's going to be seven. So there's two more. We're going to play all of them in a row at the Nightlight Cinema right on High Street, downtown Akron. We're going to play in the pit to it. Oh, that's very cool. Right. And I got I got a grant from uh, Akron Soul Train to do that also. So that's like pretty awesome. Amazing. And I'm planning on filming like like a final video that's being filmed that day while it's happening. So it's just like another level of meta. I do love that all the videos were shot like in and around Akron. I also got the sense that you're like, okay, let's just keep it a little bit closer to home, even though the concept is so big. Right. I mean... Honestly, it's like I want to just show off a lot about these different places that I love in this city. Going to Baxter's Speakeasy or Flurries and places like that, because I want to show off my friends' businesses and places that I like to go. The songs themselves that go with the videos, they all seem to have like a an 80s kind of sound. Is that fair to say? I, th I think like these five songs that we've put out so far, these are the ones that we made in our basements during COVID. So it's like they're finally now all out. It had a decidedly more 80s bent. And I feel like now, since we're, we've actually been a band, we're not just like making these songs apart from each other. They're starting to take this kind of uh, interesting turn. It's just like evolving, it's really cool. What of the new songs that you've been recording, um, are there any that you're really excited for the world to hear? Yeah, honestly, Dude, all of them. I love them. We've been, we're recording at the Rialto, Rialto recording studio inside the Rialto Theater with Nate Vale there. There's 10 songs. And I mean, there's an excitement that comes with the ones that are the newest that we've written most recently, but there's also an equal excitement to something you've been playing for a year, two years, hearing how it sounds. Once it's, once it's kind of committed to something, you're like, oh, okay. When will this new album come out? 
I'm, I'm kind of thinking about, like, since it's taken us two years to put out five songs, but I was thinking two songs at a time, maybe every six weeks, eight weeks. Hopefully within the next couple of months, we can start getting some stuff out and in the world, Hope maybe even sooner. Well, I have to pivot to talking about Bright Winter because that's coming up. I know you guys have played like some festivals around the Akron area. Is this kind of like your first big Cleveland festival? Yeah, definitely. For Big Pop, without a doubt, yeah. Because we've just played, we played like the Grog Shop and the Happy Dog. And both dope shows, dope bands. And like, but Bright Winter, I was like, whoa, dude, I've never played it before. Mm-hmm. So Always I'm wanted excited. to. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to be cold. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking about having like many, many layers of clothing to like just do a reveal after every song, you know? So that like at the end, like who knows what I'll be wearing. <laughs> well, and what a cool, what a cool Northeast, uniquely Northeast Ohio thing to do. Like let's have this festival in Cleveland outside in February. Yeah. Like it's, 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 it's such a cool thing and it's, it's exciting to get to be a part of it. Yeah. Well, it's awesome to know that, you know, there are these songs that you wrote at home during that time period and now you're like out on the stage like yeah having big crowds and playing these songs out with like a full band we're just gonna have songs on songs i'm like how many albums can we make like how fast can we do it you can find links photos videos and more shuffle episodes at ideastream.org shuffle we'll be back in two weeks with a new episode featuring cleveland folk hop duo the baker's basement i'm Brittany nader thanks for listening Bye.